Welcome to the Dear Beloved Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear Beloved, welcome back. Welcome to 2023. My goodness, it's a brand new year. It's very exciting. Um, It could also be a little bit intimidating, (laughs) I'm sure. And with lots of New Year's resolutions and things happening um, and going through our minds and the holidays were just kind of a mess and everything like that, um, I want to just take some time to kind of take a deep breath and look back on 2022 and think about the things that made it better so that I can bring those things into this year. Um, And part of that is I wanted to, you know, hand on some of the best advice that I've received this past year in 2022 uh, to you guys, because these pieces of advice have um, played in my mind back and forth and have really changed a lot of the ways that I think about and do life. And so I wanted to share them because they've been super helpful for me. So um, without further ado, these are the three best pieces of advice I received in 2022. First up at number three, I've heard this from many people in my life this year and it rings true and I'm trying to, to implement it every day. But this advice is consistency, consistency, consistency. That is a huge key. I've, we've all heard this before, right? (laughs) We've all heard that consistency is key. Consistency is important. If we're faithful in the small things, we'll be faithful in the large things, etc. Right? We've all heard it. Maybe we've read books or have talked to people uh, who have encouraged us to be consistent or we've been convicted of how important being consistent is um, through different modes, right? We know it's important, but oftentimes uh, we just get lazy and we let things fall by the wayside. And so this year, having multiple people bring this up and multiple people encourage me to stay consistent and do consistent things has helped me to keep it in mind Um frequently and regularly or consistently, (laughs) you might say, um, to help me implement those things. Um, And so I hand that on to you guys as well. Consistency is really important, whether it be just consistent in keeping your own promises to yourself, whether that be I told myself I was going to get up at a certain time every day, um, staying consistent to that and keeping those um, promises that you that you said to yourself or staying consistent with your friendships and showing up continually or in work or in business or in hobbies or in leisure or whatever it may be, um, working out or eating well or whatever. Consistency is super important. So I encourage you to stay consistent as we jump into this next year. At number two, the second best piece of advice I received this year, this is a big one. Um, I heard that shoulds put you in the past 
and they do you no good. This uh, is huge. And funnily enough, I hadn't heard it put this way before, but it makes a lot of sense. So when you, when you do something or you didn't do something and you think back to the past and you say, oh, I should have done that or I shouldn't have done that, that's putting you back in the past. And it really does you no good to be in the past because you can't do anything to change the past. So having this mindset shift of, okay, taking that not out of your vocabulary. I don't really love when people say that they take certain words out of their vocabulary because it just doesn't sit well with me. But um, to reframe that and try to use a different word um, instead of, oh, I should have woken up with my alarm this morning or I shouldn't have eaten seven cookies after I should have gone to bed last night, whatever the case may be. Um, Instead of saying that, you know, to kind of accept what happened and learn from it. And you can rephrase it in being like, I didn't get up at the time I wanted to today, but I will tomorrow or something like that, where it it gives you the space to do and be in the moment now in the present and then also have a plan for the future, have a plan for what's what's coming next how to avoid having that bad feeling in the future again, right? All of those things um, putting you in the present and looking forward to the future and not dwelling in the past. The other thing that kind of stems off of this, it's not exactly the exact same thing or something that I've heard this year, but it goes along with it that any negative self-talk is simply unproductive, if you think about it. And a lot of times it does put it in the, put you in the past, like shoulds and shouldn'ts, right? Um, it, it just puts you in a, in the past and it doesn't help you be productive by thinking negatively or thinking nev- negatively about yourself or self-talk. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't help anything. And by reframing it that way, I know, you know, some advice has has always been, well, don't talk negatively to yourself because X, Y, Z, because you'll start to actually feel that way or whatever. But thinking about it this way could help us be like, oh, okay, logically, it puts us in the past and that's not productive. Okay, so logically, thinking productively, well, that self-talk is not going to get me anywhere. So what am I going to do instead? I can A, replace what I'm thinking with the truth that is productive to always be uh, aware of the truth of what's going on to combat any lies that are coming or just a realistic truth. Maybe it's something that you're failing at. Maybe it's something that is a character trait that you don't really love. But instead of just being negative about it, being open and honest with yourself and truthful of saying, this isn't where I want to be, That doesn't make me a bad person. It's not where I want to be. And therefore, what can I do to make it better? It's always just reframing and looking at the current time and at the present again, like the shoulds. What's up, beloved fam? It's me, Laura Jean, interrupting this episode to tell you about my flagship program, Made Beloved. Made Beloved is a proximate marriage preparation program that was designed with single individuals and dating couples in mind. When I was getting my master's in marriage and family theology, I was filled with so much gratitude that I got to study those topics as a single woman. 
I knew that what I was learning was changing my life not only then, but would change everything moving forward. I created this program not as a typical marriage preparation program where you already know who and when you're getting married, but more to answer the big questions of, was I made for this? What are these longings teaching me about the design of God for marriage? Is there really something that can fulfill all of these desires of my heart? And if there is, how do I start building the life that supports these beautiful design of the creator? We go over all of that and more in the 12-week Made Beloved program. Registration is now open for a limited time. I only open up registration a couple of times a year. So go to the belovedcollective.com to sign up and to snag your spot today. That's beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. Looking for curated, beautiful paper goods and intentional products to simplify your life? Then look no further than the Beloved Co. Shop. Yes, my very own product shop is here. Each product is made with the intention of helping you live well in the present moment. Stationery to help you connect with others, desk pads to help you remember what's really important as we plan out our weeks, and so much more. Intentional Catholic products to help you be a saint now and prepare you well for your future. These also make excellent gifts, so if you are looking for a gift for someone special in your life, check out the Beloved Co. shop on our website, thebelovedcollective.com. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. And as always, you can find the link in our show notes. So that's something great to keep in mind, and I'm going to be keeping that in mind moving forward as well. Um, So I thought I would share. And the last piece of advice that I'm going to share, my number one piece of advice that I had received in this past year is follow the peace. I heard this from a good friend and we were chatting about big life changes and big decisions and things like that and just the struggle that I feel sometimes of not knowing what the best decision or the next decision should be. Um, again, talking about shoulds, <laughs> I was talking about it in, in those terms and they just said, follow the peace. Where's the peace leading you? Do you have a feeling of, you know, taking a big step and maybe it's a little uncomfortable, but there's peace there? Or is there a un- feeling of unsettling, unsettling, wow, <laughs> can't talk, um, an unsettling feeling that is unpeaceful, is is in you're you're kind of disordered, and that can alert you to something that maybe you're not supposed to do, <laughs> exactly. So that piece of advice has been super helpful. Follow the peace, follow the peace. It's practical. It's really productive. <laughs> it's helping me make decisions uh, because that's something that I that I do struggle with. So follow the peace. That's, that's been a huge piece of advice that I am taking with me into this next year. And I, I wanted to share these best pieces of advice that I received this year um, that I've tried to adopt because I hope that it helps you uh, as well. And instead of just hearing from me and my thoughts, to hear from the peop- very wise people in my life who've given me some great advice and I'm ha- handing that on to you. 
And as we look forward to 2023, I want to take these these things with me and continue to work on them and learn about them and grow into them. Um, and I have an invitation for you. A lot of times at New Year's, this time of year, we're just kind of overwhelmed by, okay, big changes. What are we going to do? What's radical? What's a huge goal? And things like that. And another wise person in my life has shared recently that that before we do that, we should take a minute and learn from the year that we just had. So taking a minute and looking back at what went well, what are the things that we're proud of ourselves for doing? What are the ways that we've grown? And also looking at what are the ways that we fell short? How did we not fulfill our promises to others or to ourselves? And what can we do better in the future? So learning from this last year in order to look forward to the things to come, rather than just simply setting goals without any real um, reflection on this past year uh, that haven't gone so well um, or or huge changes that you want to do, I'm I am all for setting big goals and working towards them, but I'm also big into having intention behind everything that you do and in setting goals, having intention behind it matters of whether or not you're running from something, um, something that's negative or something that hasn't gone well. And here we are, here's the next best thing. This is what I think will make it better. Or are you intentionally looking, okay, these are the ways that I need to grow. This virtue I'm lacking in, I'm really lacking in patience, for example, or charity, for example, right? And in order to do better at that, I'm going to set this goal for myself and work towards that every day, right? That's a different way of approaching a goal than um, simply saying, man, I was unhappy this year with xyz and so that's why i'm going to set this huge goal that's not really super realistic um anyway i don't want to keep ranting but the last thing i want to leave you with and another invitation is to think of things that you're looking forward to in this year and looking back at this last year some things that were the best moments weren't necessarily the ones that I was looking forward to the most, but there were also some moments that were really beautiful because I was looking forward to them. So I invite you to look forward to this year. And if, especially if these holidays were hard or different or not what you expected as most (laughs) holidays were, I feel like, um, for people to look forward to this year and, and see, okay, what, what do I have to look forward to this month and what do I have to look forward to in the spring and what do I have to look forward to in the summer and in the fall these things are going to help us carry on and and also can help us with hey I want you know I'm looking forward to this thing in the summer and in order to really take advantage of that thing and and you know, glean all that I can from it, I need to work on myself in this way to get there, to be able to receive that experience in in a full way or, or whatever the case may be. That can be a really great way to think intentionally about your year. So 
Anyway, <laughs> before I keep talking your ear off, I just want to reiterate those invitations, learning from this past year and looking forward to the things in the year to come. I'm wishing you all a happy and blessed new year. Until next time. Thanks for tuning into the Dear Beloved podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to follow along at the Beloved Collective on Instagram and YouTube. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. 